It's that time, the Betting Predators Podcast, where our main objective is hunting down the best bets for you. I'm your host, Sleepy J. You guys can find me on Twitter at SleepyJ underscore pregame. Joined here by the MMA fanatic, we got Mean Gene in the house. You guys can follow him on Twitter as well at Mean Gene 0022. And you can find us both on the best sports betting information site on the web, pregame.com. All right, guys, here we go. UFC Fight Night. This one will be on Saturday, April the 17th. This will be at the Apex in Las Vegas. Big fight on this card, Whitaker versus Gastelum. What we're going to do here, myself and me, Gene, we're going to break down the top three fights here. We got Andre Orlovsky is going to go against Chase Sherman. Jeremy Stevens is going to go against Jokar Close. And Robert Whitaker is going to go Kevin Gastelum. Uh, what I'll do is I'll kind of give you guys my knee-jerk reaction. I really haven't looked uh, much at this card. I did look at the odds in this one. I do have a couple opinions, nothing super strong, but I'm going to rely on Gene here to go ahead and give me his handicap, give me his pick, let me know if I'm on the right or the wrong side. Gene, first fight we'll go ahead and talk about Andre Orlovsky. He's going to face Chase Sherman. Orlovsky's going to be right around a minus 115 favorite. You can get a little bit of plus money on Chase Sherman, depends on what book you shop at. I see right now on DraftKings, Chase Sherman uh, around plus 105. My gut feeling here, Gene, I'll just give you my pick real easy. As I'm going to go ahead, I'm going to probably play the dog in Sherman. I feel like he's probably, I want to say maybe the better fighter right now. I mean, if you go through and you look at what he's done, he's won like four straight fights in a row. But my gut feeling, Chase Sherman's probably the way to go. That's the way I kind of feel with that one. How are you feeling about that fight? Yeah, it's it's lined perfectly. I'll say that. Um, it, it truly is a pick em. And um, the main reason why is uh, Sherman does have some knockout power. But he's hittable. And so like Erlovsky, he's going to have a chance in this fight to do what he's been doing in his past few fights, which is, you know, besides the last one, just pick guys apart. That's how he's that's how he got on his little winning streak before his last loss. He was just kind of standing outside, picking guys apart and winning just close decisions. And Chase Sherman offers that same opportunity to him again. I'm going to go with Sherman as well. I just feel like Sherman, the leg kicks are going to be the difference in this fight. Sherman doesn't just sit on the outside. A lot of these fights where um, Orlovsky is winning close decisions, he kind of lulls the other opponent into into his fight. And I, I just don't feel like uh, Chase Sherman's going to do that. Chase left the UFC for a while and kind of had to get his mind right um, and work on some skills and things of that nature. And he got back in the in into the UFC and had a big win, just a spectacular performance. And if he comes out and does the same thing he did in his last fight against Villanueva, I think he's going to destroy Orlovsky. Orlovsky's got a weak chin. He's one punch away from, honestly, retiring. It's lying the way it is because it is going to be a close fight, I should say. Um, But I'm going to side with Chase Sherman. Um, I do think he's a live dog, and I think he's worth the bet because Orlovsky, um, like I said, that chin just – he needs to get touched one time, and and, and he can go out. So I'm going to go with Sherman in in this uh, matchup. All right. Well, at least I'm I'm one for one with my predictions with your – Agreement. Uh, next fight, you got Jeremy Stevens. He's going to go up against Dracar Close. Stevens will be a lukewarm favorite here, right around minus 120. I don't see how I could back Stevens in this one. He hasn't won a fight in, you know, over his last five. He got destroyed by Qatar. Um, you know, back to back fights against Rodriguez. He couldn't pull out a win. You know, and he fought Aldo a while back. I mean, that was back in 2018. He hasn't been super active. So I worry a little bit maybe about the activity. But as far as Close is concerned, I just feel like he's probably the better fighter. I just don't have a whole lot of faith, you know, really in Stevens. And I feel like Close probably shouldn't go ahead and hang his head. You know, the fact that he ended up losing against Daryush in his last fight, and we, we know how, how good Daryush is. But, you know, prior to that fight, 
close rattled off three wins in a row. I have a feeling maybe maybe you're paying a little bit for the name in Jeremy Stevens, and you're, you're probably you know getting value you know with the name of Jakar Close, but I just feel like he's the better fighter and probably in better form. So I would probably go with another dog here and probably just take Close. I'm guessing this will probably be a you know quote unquote close fight, uh, but that's the way I'll go. Gene, how are you seeing that Stevens and Close fight? So I disagree with you on this one. I, I personally like Stevens, but I'm not faulting you or anyone that takes close. There's a reason why, again, it's like the previous fight. There's a reason why this is aligned uh, so closely. So this is going to um, go down at 155. Stevens used to be in the 155 weight class and then decided to drop down to 145 for his past, you know, however many fights. And the cut was tough for him. He had some success. He was finding some killers, but ultimately... Now that he's aging, it's hard for him to make that cut. And he's he's back up at 155. So the question is, will the power transfer still at 155? I think it will. He, he didn't have any issues before when he was at 155. Jakar Close, tough fighter, likes to um, stay in the pocket and, and swing. And that's Jeremy Stevens' fight. You know, he, he likes to do that. And I just think he's a smarter fighter. I think he's got a great chin. In his last fight against Qatar, even though he ended up getting brutally um, knocked out in the end. He was, you know, some would say he was winning that first round against Qatar, and Qatar is, is one of the top fighters in the featherweight division. And you saw, you know, he he got all the way up to to a Max Holloway fight, so he's highly regarded. And uh, Stevens uh, looked good in that fight up into the knockout. So I just think, man, you look at the resumes. Stevenson, or pardon me, Stevens has fun the who's who in at the one forty five division and at the one fifty five division. And um, close is just honestly, it's just a bounce back fight. That's how I look at it. I think the UFC matched these two up because it's Stevens going back to 155. Give him kind of a, a gimme fight, quote unquote. Give him his style fight too, as well, like where they're just going to swing, trade in the pocket. Um, I don't see close trying to take Stevens down. Stevens got decent takedown defense. So I just think Stevens is going to pick him apart from the outside. And eventually, honestly, I think he's going to knock him out, welcome himself back to, to the. Um, lightweight division with a uh, with a KO or TKO victory. All right, well, I'm one for one with my predictions with your agreements. I think the easy one is probably going to be the last fight here, and that's going to be Robert Whitaker. He's going to go up against Gastelum. Whitaker's a big favorite here, Gene. He's around minus 280 right now. The only way I would use it is is go ahead and use Whitaker in some way, shape, or form. I don't want to lay, you know, 280. Gastelum's been half decent, and we've seen some of his fights, but I just feel like you know, both of these guys stepping in the ring, going toe-to-toe. Both of these guys, you know, they're they're both going to stand in there and try to strike with each other. And I just feel like Whitaker, you know, like he has more of that boxing type of feel. Like when I watch both of these fighters, that I feel like Whitaker could probably elude Gassum a little bit. And that ultimately, you know, is probably going to be, you know, what decides the fight. I, I think a lot of it's just going to be Whitaker's movement. And, you know, when we see Gassum step in the ring, he always looks like he's the bigger guy. Um, you know, when he's going up against certain fighters. But I, I don't think he's going to be the bigger guy here. Whitaker's a little bit taller, and I believe maybe Whitaker comes in here. If he doesn't come here looking in better shape, he's going to come in here, you know, the bigger guy. That's kind of how I feel. So I would use Whitaker some way, shape, or form. You tell me how to do it if you agree that Whitaker's going to get the job done here. Yes, I do. I like Whitaker in this fight. I think, um, you know, he, he lost that belt to Israel Adesanya. Um and he spoke about having a lot of pressure on him during that time as, as the champion. And uh, I don't know if I use happy, but relieved um, to not have that pressure anymore with the belt. And he took some time 
away from from the sport and had to get his mind right. And man, he's come back with with a vengeance, and he's had two two great wins, uh, one over uh, Cannoneer and then the other one over Till, and two two good performances where he seems to have moved away from just you know, being reckless, you know. And in the Adesanya fight, he just went for it. He was looking for a knockout. Even though he got caught and, and almost knocked out himself, and, and at the end of the first round, he came out in the second round, and just same thing, guns blazing, and ends up getting knocked out instead of fighting smart. And uh, he's back to smart, uh, fighting smart now. And um, you've seen in his past two performances, and those two guys they fought are you know the top of the division. Gaston fought till lost it till he ended up losing three in a row, and then he just um, won his last fight against Ian Heinish, and he looked good. You know, Gassum got back to his wrestling, which is his base. Of course, he's still got that knockout power. But I just feel like against a guy like Whitaker, who, who's on a mission, if he wins this fight, I think he's going to get the, the rematch against um, Adesanya. That's going to be three in a row for him um, against top guys in the division. And I'm assuming with, you know, um, this fight on Saturday, it's going to be another great performance. So it'd be three great performances for him. So I just don't see the UFC stopping him from getting that that rematch against Adesanya right now. So I think you're going to see a great performance by Whitaker. And I don't fault anyone for taking Gassum because Gassum's got legit knockout power. He's He hasn't been finished as well, so he's got a chin on him. But I just think Whitaker's he's in the upper echelon of that division. And I just don't see Gassum being able to, to outstrike Whitaker. And I think if it turns into a wrestling match, man, Whitaker um, has some accolades in wrestling as well. Um, I think I'll be able to stop takedowns, and I I, I really really think his counter counter punching is going to be key in this matchup. And I think as crazy as it sounds, Gaslam hasn't been finished, but I'm kind of leaning towards sprinkling. I haven't made the decision yet, but I'm I'm definitely leaning to sprinkling on Whitaker inside the distance. It's like plus two fifteen. I wouldn't be surprised if he got a late finish against Gaslam in the fourth or fifth round. So. My pick's Whitaker in this fight, and I expect him to get the uh, next middleweight uh, title shot after this victory. All right, well, good stuff there from Gene. Three fights for you guys for the UFC Fight Night. Uh, As always, you guys will end up getting the big card that's coming up here on April the 24th. We'll have UFC 261. That'll be Usman, and that'll be Masvidal, too. So Gene and I will go ahead. We'll break down that entire card. But as far as this card goes, that's it, guys. We're going to make it short, make it sweet. Three fights, three picks from Gene. And uh, I'm glad he kind of agreed with a couple of the picks that I kind of knee-jerk reaction threw out there. So, uh, Gina, as always, I'll probably end up texting you. We'll talk a little bit of fights tomorrow night. You guys know where to find me, SleepyJ underscore pregame on Twitter. You guys can also get Gene at MeanGene0022. And you can find us both on the best sports betting information site on the web, pregame.com. With that said, I'd like to wish you guys all the luck on your Saturday. Enjoy the fights. <laughs>